let's get to a story now. Part of the popular Milford to Takapuna walkway on Auckland's North Shore has been closed after a dispute between the landowner and Auckland Council. The dispute's due to do with due with a to do with a heritage cottage. It's one of 72 properties that have this coastal walk part of Te Araroa Trail go through it. The owners, represented by lawyer Alex Witten Hanna, whom we'll hear from soon, want to give part of the property to the council on the condition the heritage tag can be removed, making a sale easier. Tony Van Tonda is chairperson of the Devonport Takapuna Local Board. Um, Tony, thanks for your time. Good morning. Uh, morning, uh, Catherine. Ver- can you explain what's happened and why part of the walkway is closed? It's a very popular one, right? Anyone who's grown up on the shore will know it well. Oh, it's extraordinarily popular and it's an absolute shame that it's been, or that section in particular has been closed off to um, the everyday walker because it's um, it's so loved by locals and visitors. Um, in terms of what's happened, uh, we had Paul Firth who lived there for many years. It, it was a heritage listed property, I think it was listed in 2016, um, based on its historic values more so than its architectural values. It's historic because of its um, one of the last remaining, or it is the last remaining modern batch that was um, in that area, but also because of his father, Clifton Firth, who was a notable New Zealand portrait photographer. So uh, Paul Firth and his sister Anne really wanted to see that those values were um, acknowledged by Auckland Council. Um, and what's happened is uh, when Paul was alive, Anne... Um, and wanted her share of the property to be gifted to the people of Auckland and that it turns into a, um artist-in-residence um, and Paul wanted to enter negotiations around his share being purchased by council. But nothing was settled and since then Paul has passed and now the beneficiaries have different uh, requirements of council in order to... Uh, regain the access for the public. Okay, so is there a solution without uh, resolving the cottage issue? Is there a place to detour? What are the walkers doing now? Are they turning back yeah. or is there a way around? Well, council are not able to take liability for any injuries if they're clambering, if the people are clambering around. So we've got signage um, recommending that people go back kind of the way they came and up and around the block on the, on the main street. Um, however, people aren't doing that walk in order to turn around and go up onto the onto the road. So they are clambering on the rocks in the front of the property, which is still the property owners. But um, it's quite perilous. It's actually probably the most dangerous part of the walkway. Do we ever get right to roam rules in the country in the end? You know, they have them in the UK. Uh, did we introduce them? They were certainly on the drawing board for a while, but they don't apply here. Um, I, not not as far as I'm aware. I mean, as you said earlier, there's 72 properties that um, that extend out to the to the coastal area, and you know, by the good grace of those owners, they just ena- enable people to walk that way. All right, thank you, uh, Alex Witten Hanna is the managing partner at Witten Hanna Howard and representative for the owners of the property. Alex, can you just talk through their perspective, please, and what they would need to allow this access to continue? The time frame is important. Negotiations began between Paul Firth and his sister Anne in 2010. In 2018, Council and um, Paul Firth and the executives of his sister's estate signed a heads of agreement. And by that heads of agreement, 
council was to be gifted half of the property. The property is worth about six million, so a gift of half was a substantial gift. And Paul Firth wanted the council to buy the other half uh, at market value. The council uh, entered into heads of agreement, not binding. Um, the idea was that they would um, be able to maintain the cottage if they bought it um, and preserve the right of way. By August 2022, four years later, council still had known nothing about the heads of agreement. I wrote to council, asked for an urgent response regarding the heads of agreement. On the 22nd of August this year, um, no, last year, uh, council replied, and I'll simply quote, council is unable to progress the memorandum of understanding, nor does it now intend to seek a right-of-way easement over the property. And I quote, all current and formal access over the property via the council reserve will be fenced off. That was the council's response. Well, you can imagine the horror that that was greeted with. They didn't even have the right to fence it off on the Firth property. Anyway, the negotiations have continued. Well, didn't continue. Um, they should have. 9th of August this year, I wrote to council asking, what are they going to do about the walkway? We're offering you the walkway free, a valuable piece of land. Just lift the heritage listing on this derelict old cottage. And the council have um, come back and it's apparent that they want to go through all sorts of processes, bureaucratic processes regarding the heritage listing, which they put on um, without um, discussion with Paul Firth. They put the heritage listing on. They can take it off. And if they gave an indication that they would take it off, um, look, we don't expect it off by Christmas, but if they said they'll get things underway and it'll be um, uh, processed maybe early next year, there'd be no problem about reopening the walkway immediately. But that's sort of got the council over a barrel then, hasn't it? And is there not a... Of course it has. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, no, it has them over a barrel. Um, it has them scrambling like the people scramble around the rocks now because they've been in a state of inertia over this issue for a very long time, having signed the agreement in uh, 2018. Is there a way to resolve it without lifting the heritage cottage? Is there some other compensation? No. Oh, they could buy the, go by the... Well, no, the heads of agreement has fallen through. No, they'd have to buy the property at market value, and that's not an option for council. Look, council can see that this dilapidated cottage is not worth restoring or maintaining. That's why they walked away from the um, heads of agreement. It's, it really is um, an unlettable building. It would cost it a lot of money to restore. Council don't want to restore it, and they shouldn't expect the owners to restore it and maintain it in perpetuity. It's ridiculous. Alex, stay with us. Last word back to you, Tony Von Tonda, who's, uh, Van Tonda, who's chairperson of Devonport Takapuna Local Board. Is anybody prepared to pay up for the cottage? Tony? Are you there? Yeah. Is anybody okay. prepared to pay out for the cottage to resolve this? Because the, basically the landowners are now saying, why should we? Why should we be out of pocket? Um, to pay up to remove the listing or to buy the cottage out? Either or, to resolve it. Well, obviously we want a resolution, and it's with the Chief Executive of Auckland Council now who's looking at um, what can and can't be achieved. But it is complex. It's heritage listers. We can't lift a Heritage listing ourselves, we can't guarantee it's going to get removed if it goes through a plan change process. 
Um, it's A-listed, so that's the highest level of, of heritage listing. If it gets removed, it might drop down to a B. How does that impact the sellability of it? I don't know. It's not as simple as just removing a heritage listing. And it's not within our, our powers to um, guarantee the outcome. Thank you both. We'll keep in touch over it. That's Tony Vintonda, and thanks also there to the legal representative for the owners, Alex Witten-Hanna.